Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Good evening, guys, and welcome to another episode of Access All Areas. I'm Bobby Norris. And I'm Cece Coleman. How are you, my love? I'm good, actually. Surprisingly, for a lockdown, I feel all right. I feel like this time around, it's, uh, well, it, if you walk out of my street, then it, you wouldn't even know we're in a lockdown because it's, uh, it's, it's like Christmas Eve down here. So, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, do you know what? Not too bad, actually. I've had me ups and downs, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. But um, I'm, I'm glad that the end's in sight and literally yeah. counting down the days. Looking mm-hmm. forward to kind of just getting back into the gym. That's my, I can't believe I'm now that guy that my main thing, counting down the days, is for the gym. Normally it would have Aww. been for, the, for a restaurant or a bar yeah. or a shop. But actually, That's no, I just amazing. want to get into the gym. I've definitely noticed a difference in my kind of, in, in my like my head and that I think I've said yeah. to you before that for me training is a massive go-to for my for just kind of my, my head yeah. um yeah. and with this second lockdown I've kind of I think that's when I started to struggle even after a week but yeah. it's um we, we've done it guys you know what a few days to go now it's just a, a waiting game to see what tier we're all in it's like a lottery but a lottery that no one wants <laughs> yeah I couldn't agree more no, I think you're you're right on the mindset. That's uh, that it, it it you you do you pump you pump iron as they say, and then it just literally explodes, isn't it? And that's I I feel you. I cannot wait just to I can't wait to do some yoga, some hot yoga, and sweat out sweat out lockdown. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> that's what I want. Bring it on. So have you found this one a little bit easier than the first? Would you say, babe? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think the initial announcement, I, my face dropped and I went white, apparently. And now I'm like, I mean, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to get on with it and, and trying to be an adult about it rather than being, you know, throwing my toys out the pram. We know what's coming. I know what to do. Da, 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 da. And what I have been doing is just making sure I have a structure because without that, that's what I didn't do the first time around. I was like, oh, I can't. And I felt all over the place. This time I've just put things in place. So I know that on a Tuesday I walk, on a Wednesday I have my coffee and I just make the little things, but they, they start my day right. So, yeah, I think this time around has been slightly better. Definitely, babe. And good news on the vaccines. Yes, I know. Well, we'll see about that, won't we? I mean, that's I, that for me, that's all up in the clouds when it's final and when it's when we get concrete ruling then I'm I'll start listening but it, for me there's so much that it's hearsay isn't it a lot of it so once it's concrete I'll start paying attention <laughs> definitely what's your thoughts on the having the, the five days over Christmas for, for more households to join bubbles and stuff um so the rules are that you can join it's up to five households no it's up to four isn't it up to up four to households four. over five houses Look, they've got to do something. And if that's the way that they want to do it, whether people will stick to that or not, I have no idea. I mean, you've got, my family isn't big, so I'm kind of lucky. Um, But people who do have, you know, cousins, aunties, there's like 30 of them. I've got friends that have that. So uh, I think you just got to do what you've got to do. And, you know, you, 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 as long as you're careful um, and you, you abide by the rules as such, then... I don't know what the wrong or right answer is. What, how do you feel about it? I think, like you say, I've not got the biggest of families, so it doesn't overly affect me, really. Um, but what I would say is 
the, the main thing is, as long as everyone is just prepared, this Christmas is going to be a little bit different. Yeah. But do you know what? It, it's it's one Christmas. Yeah, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. And do you know mm-hmm. what? Moving forward and into the new year, hopefully by, by spring, things get better still. So again, sending Definitely. out the positive vibes. Like, yeah. I, um, and we've got Zoom, like I was saying. So do you know what? The, the thought of being able to still keep in contact, see people, yeah, it will be Definitely. different. But do you know what? Sometimes people's health and safety is, is more important, you know, so. Do you know, I had a little funny thing, actually. It was when the announcement happened. Yeah, it was, it was yesterday or whenever they said the, the new rules. I had this moment of like, oh, my God, hang on a minute. I've got to go back to normal. And I almost had anxiety of going back to normal, which I thought I'd be like, freedom, you know, like having a party <laughs> in my house. But no, I'm now I'm like, oh my God, but hang on, I've got my system now. I've got my walk on a Tuesday and I've got my coffee on a Wednesday. I've got yeah. to change that again. And it's like your body is constantly being and mind's being tested, like change, adapt to change, adapt to change, adapt to change. And I always thought I was good at that. But clearly I, you know, I'm not brilliant at it. So for those people that are quite set in their ways and stubborn, God, I really feel for them. Cause this is well, I mean it's half record, isn't it? But yeah, I'm I think I, I had a moment of like, oh. I don't know if I'm ready for like normal stuff or whatever normal is now anyway that's so true because this is this has become our new normal so to speak and I was saying to one of my friends the other day can you imagine what it will be like when the time comes when clubs are open to be in a room or a building with hundreds of people like if I if I see more than six people on a tube at the minute I'm like why is there so many people here yeah. But you think back to what that would have been in February when you're all kind of up against the door and you can't move. Like, oh it seems so long ago now. So we're kind of going to have to just slowly get used to what used yeah. to be. Yeah, I start having, I've, I didn't realise I was anxious, but at 4am, I know if there's a problem in my life, it happens at 4am. I wake up and I'm like, that's the problem. And it's quite good because I'm like, okay, let's listen. What do I need to do? And it is fear of being around too many people. If I've gone to the shop, I have this 4am. Oh my God. So yeah, you know, December is going to be Christmas shopping. Wow. <laughs> Could I you imagine Oxford Street? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. We can only try, right? Absolutely. Do you know what? Say, I've got to ask you. I can't think of a busier week for Showbiz Gossip in a long, long time. <laughs> Have you seen what's been going down? You know I love my Showbiz Goss. Yes, well, so I, listen, I'm love, I love gossip. So what's, tell me what's your top and we'll discuss. Well, do you know what? I feel like we could do a whole episode just on Showbiz Gossip, but we've got Done. such amazing guests, we won't. But I'm kind of a little bit obsessed with this whole Scott Disick DMing uh, Megan from Love Island. I mean, I can't get my head around it. This guy is what in his forties, is that right? He's, he must be now. He must He's be, de- yeah. DMing uh, a younger lady, as she, you know, she's what early twenties, and basically telling her about herself. Like, is he <laughs> that? bored in lockdown that he's like do you know what I'm going to do today I'm going to message someone out the blue that I don't know and tell them about themselves it just like he hasn't really got the right to do that well I kind of thought when I started hearing about it I thought no this has got to be fake no so obviously I had to go and check out Megan Barton Hanson's account and she actually shared the DMs have you have you read it shall I read it have we got time read it please do so Scott DMs Megan this Hey, I recently saw your programme Love Island. I had a few questions to ask you about it. Let me know when you're, let me know, sorry. 
Let me know when you're around to speak about it. To which Megan replies, hey you, what do you want to know? Question mark kiss. He writes back, I was recently introduced to a beautiful man named E.L. When I went to see what he's done on TV, I was astonished by your behaviour. To find you mugging him off and taking full advantage of his unbelievable, beautiful sense of humour and vulnerability, I'm extremely disturbed that anyone could be so disrespectful to somebody for no good reason. I would like to know if you'll be willing to buy him an apology. The fact you told me wasn't funny when in fact you are not Jim Carrey is absurd. Oh my God, I didn't know about the Jim Carrey comment. Wow. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey, they're off. Wow, he has gone in. And I mean, and it's quite it's quite a chunky DM that, do you know what I mean? It's almost borderline in like email length. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, is he just sat there through lockdown? Like, like, oh, I've got it now. I've got something to say. Like, he must be really, really bored. I'm just a little bit like, you know, I, I can't wait to see if this unravels further. I'm sure, oh, I'm sure he's saying that she's put it up on social media because I hear that I think he shared a TikTok on his Instagram story of someone kind of talking about him and doing this message to Megan. So I guess we'll only see how this unravels. But uh, yeah, it was just taken back a little bit that Scott Disick sat there re-watching Love Island from 2018 and um, yeah, DMing Megan Barton Handsome. But Who as I always just... say, 2020, it's, it's a year, isn't it? Can we just also state that he is on the Kardashians? So like he is on the Kardashians. So he knows how TV works. He knows that things can be slightly turned up. The volume is slightly turned up. So for him to say something to someone on a reality show knowing how it all works i leave it there yeah just uh just absolutely tickled me and the most bizarre thing i've seen on online and on social media this week what about yourself any standout goss for you hun well i'll tell you what i am a little bit of a maiden chelsea fan and i've seen as a, well <laughs> i feel like i know everyone on it so i'm following the whole sam story and him and his girlfriend or ex-girlfriend girlfriend whatever they are um the cheating on cheating so are you familiar with this story i have i've been seeing a lot of it un unravel on social media like i saw her yeah. kind of do a few montage videos and um, some kind of declarations of love shall we say Exactly. So she apparently, apparent, no, not apparently, she did cheat on him. She admitted it. She got caught and then he's obviously ended it. And now she's doing this serenade on, on Instagram to try and win him back as such. What do you think? If someone cheats on you, I mean, do you take each each situation as one or is it is it a blank cover for you? And you'd say, no, if someone cheats, I'm done. I'm gone. Do you know, it's so, it's so weird because I think what I would have said in my early 20s to now being in my early 30s is different. Mm -hmm. um, and what everyone takes from a relationship is different like, and what you're willing to accept. Um, I, I know what my mind's like. So from my point of view, I would find it very, very hard to, to take someone back yeah. after knowing that. Um, and I think a lot of it depends on the depth of, of what happened, how it had yeah. happened, what had come about. Um, but I just know it would niggle away at me and, and eat away at me a little bit. And I think it would mm -hmm. always just be there somewhere. As much as I'd be willing to forgive it, could I forget it? I don't know if I could. And I don't know if that then becomes the best base of the relationship to restart. Mm, I think I, you've just taken the words out of my mouth. Yeah, I, I feel exactly the same. 
I'd, I would love to be that person that just went, you know what, rise above, no, 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 you know, but when your moral compass is in a certain direction and mine is like, this is an absolute boundary that can't be crossed, I don't see, and knowing me as a person, I don't see how I could take someone back if they, uh, I hate, you know, when like, we were on a break, like that whole, like, <laughs> don't give a shit don't care I don't care if you're on a break like you should be like crying for me every single night on that break to get back with me like I just would not uh yeah so no from me <laughs> and it kind of almost can become that the first bit of ammo you've got during any row that you have in the future well you, you'd be the first to kind of throw it at them and then they're yeah. forever it then almost becomes more your problem than theirs because if you was willing yeah. to forgive them and get back with them, you can't ever throw that back in their face. If they put their hands up and they say, this is what's happened. So it, it's a right can of worms. Yeah, um, it's drawing that line and both agreeing. Can you can you draw a line in the sand? And yeah, it, I mean, he's quite a strong, like from what I see, he's quite a strong character and he's quite a, he's quite emotional, isn't he? But he's, he's a strong guy. So you, who knows, he might be able to, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure we'll see it all un unravel when play out or made in Chelsea for the rest of the series. Yeah, can't wait. And Love that kind that of becomes a thing as well. I think when you're on reality TV, it's not just, it's hard enough when that happens in a relationship away from cameras and away from a TV show. But knowing that's then going out to however many hundreds of thousands or millions of viewers and then everyone having their, their two pence to throw in on it. It becomes, I don't know, it's, uh, I wish them both well and I, I hope they make it work. And um, yeah. who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who knows? It, I mean, it is what it is, right? It's uh, their business all over social media. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Also, another little bit of standout um, celeb goss that I've seen is, have you seen about Jesse Nelson and the whole, the little mix thing recently? So, yeah, she's taken an extended break from the group due to yeah. private medical reasons. So she missed the final of, of the show that they've been filming, uh, The Search, and also didn't host the MTV EMAs. Yeah. A lot of speculation that this could be the start, well, of the end for the band. A lot of people think, is this, is this them kind of slowly going to go their separate ways? It's either that or it is her mental health, right? And it wouldn't surprise me, you know, we're still in this crazy world, so... It, it, this is the if you're gonna get if you're gonna have a mental health issue and it, it, you suffer anyway it's gonna happen this year because it's of what's going on the stronger of the strong as people say are suffering so uh, if it is that I oh god I feel for that girl I mean I watched her documentary and it's it's real isn't it that, what was it called that one um she did uh, odd one out odd one out and that it was beautiful like it was beautifully done and so sad and so it was just so on the money because that she was talking about every something that most people have experienced, but she's experienced it on such a higher level because of you know her status, etc. So I hope that band. I mean, I love them. I think they're brilliant. They are like tough, independent women. They're all about you know their songs are all about forgiveness, and they've got their message is in incredible. So I really hope they don't. But if she needs to go to sort her head out, then you know that makes that makes more sense. Absolutely, and I think it takes more strength to say, do you know what, I need a bit of time than it does to kind of go along. So I certainly don't see it as a weakness. And um, mm -hmm. like you say, if it really is, if it's mental health or anything like that, or the, the online trolling, 
I truly hope that she feels better soon. And um, do you know what? It, it, and if it is the band coming to an end or who knows, I think rather than putting pressure on these girls, they'll let us know when the time's right for them, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you're right, they're powerful girls. I kind of feel like they're the modern day Spice Girls. They are, exactly, they really are. And yeah, I mean, I was watching them dance the other night on, uh, what was it, Jonathan Ross show. <sighs> How can you dance and sing, like dance that hard and sing in water as well? There was like water and puddles and stuff and just nail it, you know, seamless. Not even it's a talent, isn't it? Yeah, I, I ain't mastered that. No, me either. <laughs> I could just back to an handstand in the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see, we have got such a great show lined up. I'm so excited. So we are speaking to the lovely Ella Baig. We've also got Mr. Shane Nolan on the show this evening. And then finally, Mr. Showbiz himself, Perez Hilton. <laughs> I think we're in for a good one. And I actually I think do. our first guest, Ella, is here now. Hello, hon. How are you, Hi. Ella? I'm Hello. good. How are you? Really good, thank you. We were just admiring your amazing photo that come up on Zoom. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How are you doing, hon? How are you finding it all? I'm good, yeah. Um lockdown <laughs> it's rubbish mm-hmm. but, where are you yeah. from by the way I'm detecting an accent there are you northern yeah Leeds ah it doesn't go ever <laughs> are you London based now then no I'm actually back in Leeds um when we went into lockdown I moved back north so yeah a bit more space for the dog and can see my family and stuff then yeah how have you found it? How has it been for you, lockdown? It's, well, it's it's hard for everyone. And um, I struggle quite a lot with my mental health as well. Um, and being stuck in the house really doesn't help with that at all. Um, I mean, I've had my mum calling around to see me most days. So I'm still getting contact with people. Mm. But yeah, I can't wait for it to be over. Mm. And have you found any kind of coping mechanisms for like, you say, you know, if you're suffering with your mental health and we're having good days and bad days, and I was saying at the top of the mm. show, I'm, I'm completely agreeing. These lockdowns have been so intense, and I think, but for people yeah. to, to not be leaving the house. Like, what do you find kind of eases your anxiety? Um, definitely staying in touch with people. I mean, it's so easy to just sit on the sofa, watch TV and blank everyone out all day, every day. Um, especially if you're having a bit of a bad day um, but I've been trying really hard to keep talking to people um, FaceTiming my friends my mum's been coming over for dinner um, so yeah just making a real effort to speak to people I think it's really important yeah that I is agree. amazing isn't it yeah just yeah. Get, keeping that contact I mean I've, I've said it the whole way through thank the lord for zoom FaceTime, <laughs> phones, like anything that involves speaking, like the windows, like anything that gets you to have contact with someone in some way. Definitely, yeah. I have to ask you, you did Celeb Gogglebox recently. I We did, yeah, it was fun. It was so good. It's definitely not hard work sitting and watching TV for four hours. <laughs> did you enjoy it's filming nice it? Nice and easy. Yeah, it was really fun as well. I mean, the crew was so nice as well. Um, it was really different how we did it this year because of um, all the restrictions and things. Um, 
we couldn't actually meet most of the crew. We only had a couple of people in the house at a time. And while we were filming, there was no one in the house. Um, so it just sort of was like a voice coming from nowhere talking at you through the filming. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it was so bizarre. Everyone was in the driveway, like camped out in the vans. <laughs> so normally they're in your house then? Yeah, I think so. Like, and I think you get to meet quite a lot more of the crew and things like that. And yeah, this time it was just so bizarre because everyone had to social distance and only mm -hmm. three people, I think, were allowed in the house at a time. So yeah, it was just hectic. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, is 2020 is pretty much what all of us have done is just sit there and watch telly for a year. That's all I've done. I've run out of stuff to watch, honestly. I've been re-watching box sets. <laughs> but I kind of love it. that It's that kind of TV that I think we're all a little bit fascinated about what other people are saying in their yeah. little about shows. And I kind of, I always love the celeb one as well. So, um, no, I loved you on it. I did want to ask you, hun, um, you're so big on like body positivity and everything yeah. and, and, mm -hmm. and speaking out about it. And obviously you've got your OnlyFans account. Why do yeah. Do you feel so passionate? What, what message do you really like to get out there about it? Why is it like one of them things that for you, you really truly want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, there's so many different reasons. Um, just down to being more open about your body is so beneficial to other women. Um, I know the ho most horrible thing growing up is thinking that you're so different from everyone else. When in reality, as you get older, you realise everyone has the exact same issues. So yeah, I think just mainly to help the younger generation, to be honest, I think that's the most important. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's so important for people with a, with a platform, uh, with such a, a following as well, for people to have somewhere to go to and to look to and be inspired by people like yourself speaking about things, because so many of us and, and people, especially that are younger as well, you hit the nail on the head, have always got them insecurities, and not even just younger, actually, I think even every age people have got security so for yeah. people to sit there and talk about things and kind of go like this is me mm -hmm. I applaud it mm -hmm. have you always been that way or is definitely. this something is it like learnt behavior definitely learn um I used to be so insecure when I was a teenager um I actually come from a Pakistani background mm -hmm. so the light skin and the dark hair is not a good mix um <laughs> so growing up I had like hairy arms and things like that and I was always super insecure about things like that um and as you grow up you realize it's completely normal and it's not even like I thought it was so mm -hmm. weird and horrible and even down to like where you keep fat on your body as a woman and like different things like that that you just don't get mm -hmm. taught about so you don't know about so I was always very insecure when I was growing up and it wasn't till I got to my very late teens that I started to become more confident and it wasn't really till the past few years that I've been as confident as I am now. Amazing. How do you feel as well like you're, you're so open about your sexuality. Do you wish when you was a teenager that more people were speaking out about sexuality and just for, for people to realise what, what, that we're all the same, deep down, that really it's the maddest thing? Because I remember when I was younger, you yeah. kind of think that you feel you're so different and you, you just feel like that no one can relate to you. And I kind of wish 
one of the benefits I think now of the, the younger generation that they've got is that so many people uh, are accepting of each other and, and speaking about their sexuality. And I think until people really start embracing it and speaking about it more, that, that's the only way we'll ever see change. Yeah, I mean, especially growing up and never seeing um, people with your sexuality on TV, um, any like celebrities that come out and things like that. I had no clue about my sexuality when I was younger. I, for ages, I genuinely just thought everyone thought women were attractive and it was normal <laughs> and I didn't fancy them. I just thought they were attractive and that's what everyone thought. And then it wasn't until my friends were sort of like, mm, no, Ella. Um, I was like, oh, well, I must be bisexual. But even then I didn't know my type. I didn't know anything. Um, Nikki's the first masculine lesbian that I've ever dated. I thought I liked girls that looked like me and wondered why I always just wanted to be friends with them. Um, <laughs> so like, you, I just, you don't see any different people I think growing up especially like when I started going to London there's so much more like there's more diversity yeah. and there's so many different people whereas where I was living there was no different people <laughs> it's so odd but it, when you don't see different people you don't know a lot about who you like yeah. and things like that I think that's why people move to London. I mean, I'm not from London and it, it's, a, it's quite safe here. It's a big city and you are in a rat race, but anything goes here, anything. Yeah, it's like, and ah, don't worry about it. You know, it's like onto the next. Literally. And I love that. You could that. just walk down the street and no one would pay attention to what you're wearing no. or anything like that. Like, you can't do that in these. <laughs> East London, literally anything goes. I mean, you can dress however you choose and no one will even bat an eyelid. Honestly, like if you, I remember I used to hate walking around Leeds city center because it's so small I mean if you really dress up or you've got heels on something like that everyone's turning and looking at you and you know it's it's quite like off-putting and intimidating and that's why I love being in London a little bit more you can just do what you're doing and no one else bothers you. Mm -hmm. I think another amazing thing is obviously like I was saying your, your lovely partner Nicola took part in Strictly Come Dancing yeah. and the first same-sex couple which I think it's not only just become iconic, I think it was so overdue and was so needed. Yeah. And I hope that every year we see that now because it, it's getting into people's front rooms. The amount of millions of people sat at home on a Saturday night watching, it gets it gets the conversation started, do you know what I mean? And it just gives people that little bit of acceptance in themselves. Anyone that might be yeah. sat there at home thinking, why do we not see two guys dancing together or two girls? I think it's such a, a great thing that Strictly did that this year. How is Nicola? She's good. She's out of quarantine now, so she's happy. <laughs> Bless her. Um, yeah, I think she went for a walk today and it was the happiest day of her life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was definitely so long overdue. I mean, it is ridiculous when you even say to yourself that people complain about seeing two women dance together on TV. It's not hurting anyone. It's not affecting anyone. No one's forcing other women to dance with other women. It's completely their choice. But yeah, just the fact that it got such a mixed response just showed how necessary it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you must have been so proud of her. 
definitely yeah I mean and the reason she does things like that are like what makes me proud because she really does do it because she wants to help change and you know inspire other people to like be themselves oh that's so nice that's lovely god it's it's so nice to see you talk about her in that way it's lovely oh well thank you so much for joining us ella no worries have a lovely evening (laughs) send our love to nicola won't you i will do bye hon bye bye oh what a lovely girl how warm is she absolutely lovely how lovely really? is it the way she speaks about Nicola as well? I know. Love. You can just see it's like proud love, like this, the respect. Absolutely. God, I hope my partner talks about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God's sake. <laughs> and I hope she continues to keep promoting the, the body positivity on social media because, again, that's yeah. so important as well. So, so important. I think our next guest is actually here, Shane Nolan. Let's let him in. How are you doing, Shane? You all right? Good, mate. Good. Yeah, really good. Um, I mean, tonight's the night, isn't it, really? Because my dad was a bit of a knobhead last night, so that's why he's doing the trial <laughs> tonight. So, How does it feel to see your dad in the castle? It's mad because I'm a, such a huge fan of the show anyway that to watch someone in it... Obviously, my mum went in Big Brother and that. So if it's not my mum, it's my dad. If it's not my dad, it's my auntie. There's always some family member doing a reality <laughs> show. <laughs> Do you reckon you'd ever do it? Um, I mean, I'd do it to challenge myself. I'd only do it in Australia, though. Yeah. Old in Wales. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, I'd give it a go. Yeah, more more so to just challenge myself more than anything. Yeah. And I'm skinned, which should help. <laughs> do you think your what dad was be- secretly gutted that it wasn't Australia this year? Because of all the years to actually agree, and I'm sure he's been asked for years, let's face it, the one year he said yes and he gets Wales... Do you know what? I think he's all right. I think he's all right with it because I remember speaking to him about. It. He went, "Yeah, but I'll be home in a couple. I'll be home in a couple of hours instead yeah, of a, instead of a couple of days." Because yeah. I think, I think to be honest, I think he'll 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 be in my personal opinion. I think he'll be top five. So he's not going to get a week's holiday in the Versace Hotel in Australia. It'd have yeah. been a premier in in Landudno. So <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's you and the family that miss out on the Versace. Well, yeah, I, th- I don't think I'd have been going. I think it'd have been my stepmom, Christy, and the kids. I'd have probably had to pay for myself, which has been a bloody nightmare in itself. But um, yeah, I'd have gone. I think if my mum ever does it, I'll be there. No doubt about it. And do you think your mum would? Yeah, I, I mean, she's never been asked, funnily enough. Um, obviously, dancer and nice and big brother. So maybe that's what the producers haven't booked her for it because she's done so much. But yeah, but you never know. She'd be useless, by the way, my mum. <laughs> well I loved your rabbit big brother so I'd love to see her in the jungle yeah I know it'd be nice to see her like doing the trials and that but honestly she I, I it would be worth it would be worth it just seeing her do some of the trials in there because I, I think she'd be she already says she'd be absolutely pointless and useless but I said it'd be great telly it'd be great TV and so when do we Sorry, oh, no, go on, Bob you go go on I was just going to say how does it feel watching your dad in there are, are we seeing are we seeing the real shame? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, you, did you watch last night? Last night's was perfect example. Honeymoon period's over. He's hungry. He's tired. He's cold, and he's got. Well, younger. He's even younger than me. Telling him what to do in the morning. I thought that. And now you're going to see it. Now you're <laughs> going to see it, son. I've been on the end of that a few times. <laughs> 
So do you think he's being fully like this is your dad, like happy, like the the Joker, like because we all know him as that guy anyway, and this is fully him now. Every single day he's giving what he who he who he really is. Yeah, but do you know what the problem is when these fun, happy people have a bad day, it's heightened ten times worse. Yeah. That's the problem. So yesterday when you seen him being a little bit miserable when he got up, oh my God, it was like he killed someone online, on Twitter yeah. and social media. I was like, do you know what? He's, he's a human, but yeah, he's the Joker. He's, you know, he's the Joker of the pack. But when he's in a mood, it's just heightened 10 times because of the character he normally is. Yeah. Do you think there's an expectation then that he might feel that he has to be happy because that, because he's, he, so he's 10, you know, and, yeah. and, Everyone else is sort of coming in around a five. If he, like you said, he drops below, then it's like, oh my God. So do you think he feels he has to constantly be this character, or not character him, but just hyped? I'd, I'd like to say, I'd like to think not. You know, I mean, I just want him to be himself. And at the minute, I think you are seeing that. But yeah, I think there is an expect. There, may, there might be an expectation, especially because he's a comic. Oh God, I might have to do a funny line here, or do you know what I mean? Or say something mm. funny. But there's a few people in there. Vernon's funny, Jordan's funny. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there is a competition in that respect. I think they are genuinely all getting on, which is nice to see, because I thought I think if there had been a competition like a like an ego thing, then mm -hmm. you might have seen something different. But like it's still early days. Do you know what I mean? It's still 12 days to go or something. It could all boot off. I was going <laughs> to say, obviously, you know him so well as your dad. But looking at the campmates he's in there with. Is there anyone you can see, say, another three, four days in? Who's going to rub him up the wrong way? If he's going to have a ding-dong, <laughs> who would it be with? I, see, I really thought it'd be Victoria Derbyshire. But they seem to have such a lovely little relationship going that that shocked me. Um, mm. Him and Vernon are good mates. I, I, I don't know too much about Russell Watson, but he doesn't seem like the sort of geezer my dad would normally knock about with. Um, so maybe that, but then we haven't really seen any of that. But, you know, the little bitchy thing he did with Vernon Kay last night about uh, Jessica, bless her. I thought, you are definitely doing this trial now, Dan. And if you don't get more than six stars, I mean, I'm going to have to come off social media. <laughs> I can't deal with the, the crap I'll get. Oh, mate. Is he, how is he with spiders? Is he all right? Or is that a... Well, I, there's a clip going around on, uh, on the old Arm Celeb Twitter and Instagram, and he's, it's not great, I'm going to be honest. He looks like he's uh, he's in a world of trouble, but it's going to make great. I can't, I voted him every trial, and it's not to be nasty or anything like that. I just want to see him. I want to see more of him. So you, it's like you voted for to, you voted for him to do the trials. Brilliant. <laughs> my phone, my iPad, everything, all my family <laughs> stitched up. I, I told him I, was, I, I said to him before just just before he went in. I said, Dad, you're definitely 100% doing that first trial. I'll make sure all my Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> then I laid, I still voted, but I laid off it a bit. But then, like, I knew I didn't even have to vote last night. I knew it'd be him tonight. He's currently second favourite by the bookies to win. What's your thoughts on that? Have you gone and put a fiver on him? Mate, I've got some of my mates who put 150, 200 quid on him in that. So when he wow. did all that last night, he dropped, he dropped to third or fourth uh, odds, third or fourth best. And I was like, see, this is when you bet. When he comes back and does a trial now, he's about yeah. seven to one now. You come in, win a few quid. No, I'm, I, I always said I'd wait. I always said I'd wait till like about eight or nine days left, you know, just before they start going out. Because then I think you can gauge it. I think if you're going off the first three or four days, yeah, he was right at the top, which was lovely. But mm -hmm. we, we all know as fans of the show that that doesn't mean anything. I think he's a strong contender. Like you say, I can definitely see him. I can see him in the final, Shane. Same. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can see him in the final. I think Jordan North's running away with it, I think, at the minute. And I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. I think he's, he's, he's had a really good journey, and you've seen that. I mean, throwing up on the side of a mountain to then getting in a bolt, <laughs> scared out of his life. And now, he's, now, he's, now you see he's not getting voted for trials because he's, he's really good at them now. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And so it's good to see. And I think, I, like you guys, I think my dad will definitely, God, I hope he is, because I really want to see, you know, the final four where they do that thing. What's it called? The cyclone. The cyclone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. where they're going to do that in Wales, but um, <laughs> uh, it, it, that was his goal to get to that. I reckon he'll achieve it. Because I always look at it thinking, who would I want to be in there to the end with? Do you know what I mean? And you'd want a character like your dad in there. Do you know what I mean? Because days must be so long. You can't speak to family and friends. So you want somewhere that's someone who's got the chat, do you know what I mean, who can lift you up. He's, he's an all-round, do you know what I mean, and a team player. And I actually reckon your dad's going to smash it in tonight's trial. Yeah, I'm just as long as he gets more than six, mate, that is all I'm bothered about. <laughs> just so he doesn't... But I think I... I I predicted 10 earlier, so I'll stick with that. I mean, I hope he gets 12. But apart from he doesn't hope he smashes it, so then I'll see him do another trial. <laughs> do another that's one. the sick in me. That's the, <laughs> that's the out of order in me. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what I want. In honour of your dad's first solo Bush Tucker trial, we've got one for you tonight. We've got okay. six questions for you to answer. And for right. each question you guess correctly, you'll win a star. Lovely. So the first question, Shane, are you ready, mate? Yeah. What did Shane make a blunder of when walking around the castle for the first time that made everyone laugh? The hammock. Correct. Get me. Okay. Well, I tried the hammock. Doesn't work. How many times does Shane claim to have won the award for sexiest male at the Soap Awards? I'm going to go three. Three. Bing! Everyone says to me, Shane, bring clean underpants. I don't know why no one's going to see me in my underpants. Or will they? Sexiest male, three years on the chart, five kids. Breathing. Yeah. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> Amazing. Do that parents' evening at school. Question number three, Shane. Shane took part in the first voted trial of the series with Jordan, the Viper Vaults, but how many stars did they win overall? Oh, my God. I'm going to say nine. He's smashing it. Three stars. Yes, it is. Shane, talk to me. Okay, sure. Oh, give me shine, give me. Give me. <laughs> I love it. Was it was brilliant, that trial. Oh, so good. And I reckon we're going to see more of that tonight. I'm hoping so, because it's, it's what you want. It's TV gold. Yeah, absolutely. Right, question number four. After the men won the live trial, they were treated to a banquet. Which two celebrities did your dad say would be his dream dinner party guests? Oh, I know one. Robin Williams. And was the other one Donald Trump? You're so good. He did the impression, did he? If you could choose other people to be around the table with, dead or alive, who would it be? Robin Williams. Oh, wow. Great yeah. shout. I, I met him. Great man. Even though it's only been a and week. And Donald Trump. Oh, my God. <laughs> See him sitting here going, oh, it's a lovely meal I made this. It's beautiful. I invented all this. I built the castle. <laughs> and yeah, it's a good impression. Thing. I was blown away by it. And the Robin Williams, he did meet him. He's got a picture up in his house. It's his uh, all-time oh. favourite actor in that, so... Wow. He loves the name drop, though, doesn't he? Wow, I've been bored of it. He loves the name drop. I'm living for his showbiz stories, though. Jesus, he loves it. Tom Cruise, (laughs) Robin Williams. (laughs) The good thing is, as well, Trump's a little bit free now, I think, so actually that dinner could be happening quite soon. It's not because he wants to say, what are you up to? Not because he wants to become mates with him. That would be busy mates (laughs) with him. Question number five. When the camp were discussing their first kisses, 
what was it that Shane said in this clip that made Jordan laugh so much? So you've got to name the beeped out word. I bet Shane Ritchie uses a lot of tongue when he kisses. Ever been kissed yeah. by a Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ever been kissed by a legend? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Very good. Last question. So, your dad will be tackling his first solo trial tonight, The Cruel Jewels. As part of the teaser trailer that was put out earlier today, how many spiders are in the Perspex box that your dad puts his head into re to retrieve the stars? I know it. This is six out of six. It's like This is like getting the million pound question on who wants to be a millionaire and knowing the answer. <laughs> it's 200. Boom! This is a good start to tell them when you get back to camp. 200 spiders. You don't have to keep reminding me that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it makes me look like a right super fan and a bit of a weirdo. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know, it does a little bit. I, I nearly got that one wrong at the end, just to keep my dignity a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I wish we had a million quid to give you, Shay, because you deserve it if it was that game, but it ain't that show. We, we, maybe we'll find something to send you. We'll send you yeah. five, five cut-out post-it stars or something. That'll do for me. <laughs> You've smashed it. I've decided as well, I'd quite like to come to your house for Christmas, if that's okay with everybody, because I think you're all lovely. So maybe if you ask the fam, I'd really like to spend Christmas with you guys. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, my mum and dad are split up, so you'd have to maybe mix it between the two. Fine. I can do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably out. have a better time here, though, because I'm currently at my mum's house at the minute, but she's away filming the old, the new series of The Full Monty at the minute. Ah, oh, wicked. Yeah, so she's she's got, she's missing Arm Slub tonight, but she's away. That's out. That starts beginning of December, so it's, it's, it's all go here, really, even though we're still in lockdown. And but the Christmas decks it. are up. The Christmas decks are up. It's a madness downstairs. My sister and I, all that, and my girlfriend, they've got them all up. It's a nightmare. Amazing. Like, Christmas grottoes there. Did your mum do it before she left? Yeah, but it's mostly my sister. Do you know what? We're doing our own Christmas markets sometime in December for all our other, like my cousins, my goddaughters and all that. We've even hired a Santa. The lot. It's going to be, it's, it's just madness. My house it's the Christmas. place to be this Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I nearly put the date in the address then. I thought, I can't do that. People will be rocking up. <laughs> CC certainly will. Yeah. CC, yeah. you're invited, love. Don't worry about that. You can come along. We're there. Get a couple of pigs in blankets and we're there, Shane. Yeah. Yeah. Yorkshire pudding wraps, a couple of beers. They're all here for you. Stunning. Can't wait. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us, Shane. Pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Take care, Take mate. Take care. Cheers, love guys. Thank you. I will do. Much Bye. love, guys. Cheers. Oh, oh. Nice, Stella. That not that lovely? Like the dedication to like the support of his dad. My God. God you know, bless him. Literally does know everything, doesn't he? It's brilliant. Bless six him. Out of six. I'm well impressed. I know. I know. If I had a family member on a show um, that was like about challenges, especially, I would be like, I yeah. I'd probably be selling tickets for like who I think is going to work, what he's going to do next. I'd, I'd probably make some money out of it, definitely. The, the thing is, when you can't pick up the phone, which obviously you would do to a friend or a parent or whoever, if it, you know someone in there, the only way of seeing them or knowing what they're doing is to watch that one hour show every night. So you would be sat there watching every second and every frame of that show to see how they are. So no, I completely yeah. get it. And let's hope, he, uh, let's hope he lets us don't go around for a... Uh, Three Yorkshire pudding and a pig in a blanket. Yeah, well, you did say that the invite was there. Yeah, it's, 
It's on Food Bar Radio now, Shane. You've got to to honour it. Oh, I love it. Moving on to our last guest of the evening. We've got Mr. Perez Hilton. I think he's here waiting to speak to us now. Hello. How are you? We're really good. How are you? I'm looking forward to this and being present and in the moment. How are things in the UK? (laughs) It's been a strange year. Um, we're down to our last week of lockdown now, and now we're just at a stage waiting to find out what tier we're going into. Tier one, two, and three, obviously different areas around um, the UK. But um, all we can hope for, it's going to absolutely be a different Christmas this year, but people's mm-hmm. health is a priority, you know, and that has yeah. to come first. Are the gyms open? Are you able to go to the gym? Nah, and I was just saying at the top of the show, funny enough, that's the one thing I'm missing the absolute most. These lockdowns, uh, this second one has really made me, I, every day I just want to get to that gym. So that, that's literally the first thing because I'm such a big believer. It's so good for people's mental health to be able to train. And that's not necessarily people going and do weights because they, whatever people want to do to exercise, whether that's going for a walk, a jog, a run, just getting out and having fresh air. Like it's so important for people's mind to, to have that and the endorphins you get from training or doing some form of exercise. I don't know what it would translate to in um, stones, but during the first, lo- like we'd been in like, it, Los Angeles has pretty much been like a nonstop lockdown. I mean, it eased a little bit and now it's back in a more restrictive tier, the purple, here as it's described um, but during our f- initial first three plus month lockdown I gained 42 pounds and I used to gym every single day I just stopped working out I started to just eat uncontrollably and started to drink daily and I don't even drink regularly I go from barely drinking to then drinking daily and then eating my face off Thank God I've now found an online, uh, an actual, like a Zoom fitness class. So now I'm working out with a live teacher every day because that's what I needed for me. You know, I know that there's a lot of on-demand services and I would have not done well with that. I would have made excuses. Oh, it's, I, I could do it later. It's on-demand. But with what I'm doing, there's a, there's a live person waiting for me and watching me and correcting me and inspiring me. So... I I just, it's not bad just for kids. Like I know that so many people are struggling with depression now. And like my mom is, my mom lives with me and she's a very high risk person, not just because of her age, but also because she has diabetes and she has asthma. And both of those things have her understandably and me very concerned. So she doesn't, and I don't leave the house. If you're home, Seven days a week, understandably, you're you're might get depressed. So my mom is, and then her the mood rubs off on me, and it's, oh, what a year! <laughs> uh, do you know what? And I think the thing is, like you're saying, I don't think anyone should beat themselves up or put pressure on themselves this year. Do you know, because it's a year that no one could ever have mentally prepared for. And I think so many people will relate to what you say, whether it was the first lockdown or the second, where people obviously haven't been able to get out and about, maybe have been isolating with the fridge, which is how I think I was going to get in March. And I think, do you know, if people have put on a few pounds here and there, let's not worry about it, guys. There's been so much to worry about this year. If we've all put on a pound here or a pound there, don't be hard on yourself. So 
what can we do my, about it? My concern, though, is like next year. Well, I'm actually, I was very pessimistic about when we would get a vaccine, but it's looking like it might actually end up happening sooner than later. There were reports this week that we might even get a vaccine approved for use here in the United States as soon as next month, which yeah. is insane. Um, I'm concerned now that we're gonna go from one extreme to another, right? Like this year was so depressed and people were eating and drinking because they were so depressed. Next year, people might be so happy. They might be eating and drinking and drugging or whatever and partying so hard because we couldn't do that for the most part this year. I will be one of those people, not drinking or <laughs> drugging, but, but I definitely like, I will be booking at least three to four trips to Las Vegas next year if I've gotten the vaccine <laughs> and I'm good because, you know, like, I've not left my house almost all of this year. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I love uh, Vegas. Can I ask you about your book? I'm really intrigued. Yes. Oh my to, God. Yes. yes. Tell us all, explain, because you're going to do a much better job than me. So tell us, what, what, what's it about? What's, what's the message? So I've written several books before, and I had always been asked to write a memoir, but I never thought it was the right time. And now that I am officially like, not even, the, not even the grandfather of social media, I am the original influencer because there was nobody doing it before me. Mm -hmm. Paris Hilton, whom I love, and I named myself after, has incorrectly been going around and calling herself the original influencer. She wasn't. Paris Hilton was born an heiress chose to then when she was a teenager become a socialite because not every heiress wants to be a socialite then after being a socialite she chose to be a television star working in the reality genre her path to success was a lot more was traditional it was a traditional path to success my entire career is thanks to social and non-traditional media i was the first and i'm so grateful to be chatting with you guys and that 16 years later people even care enough to devote some time on their show like you are right now to have me speak and that is very telling i i if you know anything about me if you watched me on celebrity big brother or if you've read my blog or you follow me on instagram or TikTok or twitter or facebook or youtube or whatever it is or if you listen to my podcast you know that i always keep it real not just about celebrities but i also keep it real about myself and i'm not hot i'm not an it girl anymore but i'm still internationally known I still daily do interviews, even when not promoting my book. People call on me to be an expert and a talking head, and I will always have a career. I have already outlasted not just my social media peers, but I've outlasted many of the celebrities that I started talking about back in 2004 when I began. This is gonna sound cocky and conceited, but it's just a fact. Hated as I may be or am, 
I'm an icon and I'm timeless and I'm like a cockroach. You're never going to get rid of me. So I have a lot of insight <laughs> to offer because I did it first. I share all of the wild celebrity encounters and stories and relationships that I had, falling outs that I had, mistakes that I made so that hopefully it can be a great distraction for the reader or the listener. I do the, the audio version myself, I narrated it. And it's now nostalgic. The beginning of my career is officially now vintage, you know, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, when people would be reading my website every day to find out the, the latest on Britney Spears or what was happening with Paris Hilton or Lindsay Lohan or Nicole Richie or whatever it may be. Um, and unlike a lot of today's very popular influencers where they just hang out with other influencers, I was hanging out and friends with superstars. And kids these days may not know everything that I did, but I did really iconic stuff. I was in a Rihanna music video. I was in a Pussycat Dolls music video. I was on an episode of Glee uh, uh, opposite Lindsay Lohan. I opened Britney Spears' circus tour for three minutes, the montage, the, the intro video was me and Britney. Like I've done so much over the last 16 years and I will continue to do so much because as I have just proven to you guys by shutting you up for five minutes straight, it's just me talking. <laughs> I am good at the many different things that I do. And that's not always the case with some of these young or old influencers that might be popular just because they're pretty to look at, easy on the eyes, or they're good at making 60 second cooking videos or 60 second makeup videos or whatever it is that they do. If you oftentimes take these people outside of what it is that gave them prominence, or in the UK, if you take a Love Island alum and want to do more with them, sometimes they're not capable of doing more than just being that person on Love Island or whatever it is it may be. I've proven myself to have expertise and also this is one of the keys, malleability and always being a few steps ahead. For example, I started my podcast five and a half years ago. Granted, there were people already doing podcasts in 2015, but it wasn't common. I would say the podcast explosion began in 2018, around there. So I was a full three years ahead of everybody, or even TikTok. I joined TikTok a year and a half ago, and my podcast co-host, who's a, he's a, the straight dude, heterosexual older guy in his 40s, but six years older than me, every episode that I would talk about podcasts, uh, about TikTok, he would make fun of me, like literally mock me. He's like, you're wasting your time on TikTok. TikTok is just for 12 year olds. You're stupid. Why are you on stupid TikTok? And I said to him week after week, mark my words, TikTok is gonna be the next big thing. It is going to blow up. I know it is. I've always been right from spotting Lady Gaga and knowing she was gonna be huge 
to spotting Katy Perry, to spotting Adele, to spotting Amy Winehouse, to spotting Lily Allen before they all blew up. I knew they were all gonna be massively successful and they were. I've always been an insanely accurate trend spotter. And you wanna know why I have been? Because I'm an insanely hard worker. Still, 16 years later, I only get about five or four and a half hours of sleep a night. I'm still putting in the hours. And when you work as hard as you do at your job, you start to notice patterns and patterns become trends. And I started to notice this, oh, that's good. That's gonna happen. And it did. So uh, I'm glad I was right about all of that. And I'm glad I'm gonna be right about my career being forever. Oh, Perez, honestly, I could sit here and speak to you all night. Thank you so much, but I'm going to have to let you go. Thank you guys for having me on. All right, I hope it happens. Thank you, Cocktails in Thank Essex. You. I look forward to it. Take care. Love to the family. Stay safe. Thank you. Bye. 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 Oh, great chat from Mr. Hilton. Honestly, we could have had him on all night. Yeah, I mean, it would, probably would have gone on. And I, I tried at one point to raise a finger like a schoolgirl, and that didn't work. So, um, yeah, he's got a lot to say, hasn't he? So much. I, and I didn't even get around to asking him about what he thinks about all the politics going on over there. But uh, I, so much to I cover in such a short time. Loads to say. Have you, have you ever heard him on um, Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul podcast? No. It's actually quite incredible. He, Because um, Oprah, you know, she's like, I'm going to tell you how it is. And she gets him, and uh, it was. I wanted to bring it up with him, but obviously we've run out of time. Uh, but it was, it was. I just thought it was really brave of him to go on that firstly, and and take the kind of verbal beating that she was giving him, and he, he really did. He, he took it well. So anyway, it was. It's good if you want to listen. What's going on for the rest of the week then? What are the plans? Tell me something exciting that you're going to do. Exciting. What's going on? So by this time next week, hopefully we should be out of lockdown just about. So. Who knows? I might have got to go to a shop. Might have got to the gym. <gasps> but until then, just very much still walking, supermarket yeah. shopping, keeping safe, yeah. and trying to trying to keep myself busy. Might might make a cake. Oh my god! I baked my first ever cake at the weekend. I Did couldn't you? believe what myself. Cake? I made I made muffin cake. I made muffin cake and I made a quiche. Who knew I could bake? I and honestly, I'm, I'm fully against cooking in the microwave, turn it on, done, right in front of me. That's how I eat. And I baked because I was bored. Oh my goodness, I'm telling you, I I think I've got something going on here. I could sell I, my muffins. How did the quiche come out? Because quiche can be a notoriously hard one to make. So, okay, I, I, I'll give credit to my other half. He actually did the quiche, but I watched and I supported him. <laughs> but the muffin cake was me and ah. I would, have, I would have paid for my own muffins. Oh, I love that. You're going to have to make me one when I get to see you next. What about you, Cece? How much you got planned for the next week, babes? Just my Pilates. Just simply getting on with it. My little crew, they keep me going. I see their little smiley faces. And that's, uh, yeah, that's what gets me through the week. So just keep working hard on that. And, um, yeah, take me into December. And then think about maybe some Christmas shopping. Maybe. Are you going to brave shops or are you doing it all online this year? I never shop online. I never, it's just something I, I like to try everything on. So, um, great question. I don't know because you can't, you can't try anything on anyway, can you? Uh, probably a bit of both. I reckon 50-50. I, I like being out and I like people. So I think I'll brave it, see how I feel in a crowd and then, you know, 
ask myself the same question after that. <laughs> well, whether it's online or whether it's in a shop, you make sure you stay safe. Thank you. You Thank too. Thank you so much for doing this with me again this week. Always lovely to have pleasure. you. pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, anytime, hon. Oh, well, thank you, everyone. Until next week, stay safe, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.